Hello and welcome to the 55 One Daves You Know. <laughs> ha! Yeah. It works. Um, I'm Wes Verdine, uh, and uh, we've got a, a live uh, podcast here at the Black Heart of St. Paul. Um, thank you all for coming out. This is my non-sincere way of, of, of thanking you. Um, we've got a special podcast with the Daves I Know. Uh, these are actually the only two Daves I know. And so it's convenient, and uh, and you know most of the regular fifty-five-one crew. I thought about getting Alex Schieferdecker to call in, but pull him from trivia, He's a trivia night or something. Yeah, yeah I did. Th- I know. I literally thought about we could like Skype him in, and then I just thought that sounds like a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> so, um, so we've got Eric Silver Brenneman. Hello, what's up, guys? Make some um, noise. What's up? Come on, Black Heart. Woo! Uh, uh, Rodrigo. Hey! <laughs> uh, we've got uh, David Zeller, uh, new, newly fa- new father. Newly fathered, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he sired a, Ragn- uh, a Ragnar. Yeah. So. I fucked like nine months ago, guys. <laughs> so that was awesome. <laughs> Um, awesome. For for regular listen to the fifty five one podcast, um, you missed the disclaimer. This will, this will be, Sorry about an, that. Yeah. This will be an explicit uh, podcast. Uh, you didn't tell me I couldn't swear, so that's, on, that's on you. I gave, I gave you I gave when you I was no on their rules. show, they told me not to swear, so I didn't yeah. swear. So. Yeah, he was very well behaved. Um, David Martin, uh, fellow fellow parent of twins. So yep. there we go. Yep, I did not. Um, I've got two five year olds. I did not have sex five months and nine five years and nine months ago yeah. we did it the old-fashioned way at the clinic i had to yeah. you know, like the andrology lab was like three blocks away from my work i went down on lunch literally i came back my office mate knew what i had done you know it was really weird shame what had you done <laughs> Say it into the microphone. Uh-huh. When a man loves a woman, uh, the man will go down and what's called an andrology lab, and he'll flip through these uh, these, these ladies. Ma- no, they had these like nudie magazines, which is funny to me that the people who run this have to like have a meeting where they sit down and decide what kind of pornos they want to have. Like this is a real meeting they got to have. But I started off with the Playboy because you want it early. I don't want to be thinking about you know amputees and stuff when I'm gonna like make my kids and stuff. And so I flipped open to a Playboy, and the very first thing that I opened up to was a picture of Eli Manning. It was like. A interview and i was like well this blew your load right no, <laughs> i didn't do it at all so I, I really quickly moved up to the higher grade stuff but anyways it's good to be here <laughs> uh, so i wonder i wonder if you remember which model uh produced the the the, the, conjugated the, 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 the images which yeah. conjugated the verb yeah, yeah. i don't know personal. it was it was like two broads who were like on a poker table all right well there like, we go we're gonna have a whole uh, new uh Listening audience at, after at, this at one. At any point, uh, you can submit questions via paper or uh, pictures or to. whatever you want to do. Um, so we are going to talk about soccer and not just uh, siring children. Um, but uh, let's let me. We're going to talk mostly about Minnesota United FC. But um, but I do do want to hear from from questions because basically nothing has happened other than. You know, we'll get Except to the, a lot we'll of shit. The things, but <laughs> Except a lot of shit happened. Yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, well, all right. So let me start with this. Uh, I want to know if you know this, any of you know this story about uh, Mar- Marcelo Bielsa um, uh, at Leeds this week. Yeah. Do you, do you have the, do you want to kind of throw to you, can you retell the yeah, story? Yeah, he basically, uh, well, the, I can't remember what team he was playing against, but they basically caught him spying, sending, sending a coach to spy on Frank their Lamp- practice. Frank Lampard's Frank Dar- Lampard. Derby yes. County. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. It was Frank, Frank Lampard. I, so I felt a little less bad for Frank yeah. Lampard. Um, and Der- uh, Derby County, but um, so yeah, so they they caught him spying, and then he basically came out today. He's like, yeah, we've sent sc- uh, scouts to basically every single team's practices that we played against. Like just fucking, just you know, dropping the mic, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, the dude is 
uh, badass. Uh, I think his nickname is El Loco, and that really makes a lot of sense. So yeah, I think, I think it's important to give context here that this is like every t th everywhere he goes, he explodes in a beautiful firework of sparkles that rain down upon. He once fought with him. one of the like custodians at the stadium. That sounds about right. Got into yeah. a physical altercation. I think that was in France. Yeah, someone will remember this. But Monaco it's or it's amazing. It yeah. You can't look away. It's it's incredible. So so the the rest of this story is uh, have the the rest of you in, in the audience have you heard this story this week? Okay, so he gives uh, a press conference. So it's a big big to do in England because he admitted to spying on his opposition, and so all of the like the entire nation, whilst not whilst trying to distract themselves from uh, Brexit hell, basically pulled all their pearls into their clenched buttocks and went ooh, and they they all freaked out about it. And then Bielsa um, quit this week in a press conference wherein he pulls up the uh, basically his entire strategy against Derby County FC and kind of relives like, well, here's all the things that we learned and just kind of makes it public to the, uh, to the entire world <laughs> and I guess to all the other teams who want this. And it wasn't extremely insightful, but it was it was just a, a baller way to go out and be like, "Here you go, Frank Lampard. Here's here's all the all the ways that all the other teams should beat you." Um, and then there was a fight between uh, Leeds and Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wrote. You he's were. Got it going yeah, right now. I'm trying to pull, trying to pull up the actual tweets, but like. Uh, Pizza Hut. So there's a bunch of people are dunking on uh, on Leeds United on Twitter. Like Nigel Farage is fucking dunking on uh, Leeds United, which that guy doesn't shouldn't be dunking on anybody. But basically, uh, Leeds and uh, Pizza Hut went back. Um, all right, so here's the first tweet. Hi, L U L U F C at L of U F C. We've just seen a suspicious-looking man peering through our chef's window. Can you please let us know if you're planning to put pizza on the menu in the club canteen? Uh, Leeds United came back. Uh, prefer at Domino's. Thanks. They don't take a week to deliver a tweet. And then the Pizza Hut retweeted, basically uh, retweeted that, commented and retweeted, bit rich coming from a club that hasn't delivered since 1992. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and then there's a couple more after that. Uh, it's fucking Pizza Hut. If Pizza Hut's dunking on you, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, in the other now more, more local news, Austin FC uh, were finally announced as the 2017, 27th team coming into MLS. Uh, they'll come in in 2021. Um, they're another green team. They have roots, apparently. Uh, um, Vamos El Tree. Yeah. T-R-E-E. -E. Vamos El Tree was, was one of their songs. Uh, just, a, just a gorgeous hymnal. Yeah, they, they, they tweeted out their kind of songbook, which all, all, almost all new teams end up doing that. They have their songs written down, and they're really, like, they're, so, they're songs you don't need words written down for. And um, I, can't, I kind of feel bad for the, the, the Austin fans there, but... They also were. That's one of what's tough about it is the. It's too easy for us to conflate the fans with the situation that uh, uh, soccer has arrived down there. In truth, there's been people down there who have seen iterations of soccer come and go the same way Minnesota has had to deal with it for a long time. As for a hymnal, you're trying to pull. A We've had a hymnal. Of course, those are songs that arose more organically, and we pretty much kind of codified them. We didn't invent them and then say sing this. But uh, um, I actually kind of feel for them. Anyways, I'll be in my car after yeah. the show. <laughs> Anyways, fuck Anthony Freeport. Beat the hell out of me. So did, did anyone notice? Did anyone see the Deadspin article about that? No. The Deadspin. Deadspin. Oh, Deadspin. I thought you said the Deadspin. What the, the Deadspin fuck are you had reading? an article that one uh, of the, one of the one of the songs or hymns or whatever was uh, based off uh, of um, geez, I can't think of it. Of, of City a council song. vote. No, it was a no, song. No. They, Tom Petty. Song. Was it oh Tom yeah, there's Petty? a Tom Petty song. 
Which is Tom, the, exactly the lyrics Tom to a Tom Petty, Petty song. song. Yeah. yeah, it was lyrics to a Tom Petty song. I find <laughs> that really like, okay. interesting. Okay, that sounds fine. Don't, Vamos don't, tree, don't right? normalize yeah. Tom Petty. So I'll, I'll say before we get to the <laughs> before we get to Minnesota United stuff, the the um uh the the random uh, plugs are you know this weekend uh, the soccer that's coming up is um, Liverpool are playing what Zeller you're always you're uh, yeah guy. the team that was almost doomed to relegation by the new Atlanta manager so Frank DeBoer. Oh, uh, Crystal yeah, Palace. Yeah, so that's Crystal Palace. There we go. That's the joke. I got yeah. the, that's I a got joke, the... sorry. You guys can laugh. That was a joke. Um, Thanks. So Saturday <laughs> Saturday at 9 a.m. we'll have that game on. I, I assume you get off of uh, Ragnar duty in order to watch. Unfortunately, I, I will have that game on with my in-laws, and we have people coming over, so I will oh. probably not be here. But but the, um, that afternoon... I don't know. The, I, might so try, I might sneak out. So. There's Arsenal-Chelsea then, and then that afternoon is the U.S. women against uh, France. Um uh, and then, anyway, so I, but now I want to talk about Minnesota United, and I want to kind of start, we'll, we'll get to kind of the most recent stuff, but I want to start with kind of recapping the, the winter so far and get your guys' take. Um, we, we have, uh, the, the additions so far are Jan Gregush, uh, Ozzy Alonso, which I think has happened since the, the three of us have, have recorded last, and um, the... Um, Roman Metanier uh, is the the right back who is kind of rumored. Well, it seems like it's a done deal uh, according to the the um, uh, Star Tribune and, and Andy Greeter. And so, and then from there we've got uh, draft picks, right? We picked up um, Dane St. Clair, who's the goalkeeper, Generation Adidas. Uh, Chase Casper, who is a left back, right? Am I getting that right? Um, yeah, left footed left back. Uh, and then kind of be below that was Hassani Dotson, center midfielder, uh, Kevin Rodriguez, forward, Mitchell Osmond, uh, Donnie and Marie's. Uh, <laughs> Donnie and Marie were sisters. Or bro bro sister, brother, brother and brother, sister, right? yeah. They were siblings. Yeah, siblings. but. In that Game of Thrones way. In that Game of Thrones way. That's why I was, I was just like thinking, I was going to say Mitchell is their son. And I mean, they are Mormons. So. Might be. Oh, wow. I close my <laughs> that, that one? That one? That's the one everybody ooze about? Okay. Well, right, Mormons you, come at when me. When you Let's denigrate go. a whole religion? At yeah, that was the one that Come we... at me, Mormons. <laughs> Just so you know, your mic for for some reason your mic is extremely loud on this. That's that's it's, just it's that's just his voice. Recording. Okay. So, but just in here. Okay. Yeah, in here. So just okay. yell at it like this, like a like a like a, like you're in Creed. And the Mormons won't come at me. <laughs> um, so I want to and I want to ask you then about so far. Uh, um, let me let me ask uh, you, Eric and, and Rodrigo, um, where. How are you ranking the, the acquisition so far, and what what are the what do we need before before the end? I mean, there's obvious needs, but how, ranking so far. Yeah, so far. I mean, I love Alonso. I'm glad that's happening. Um, we that was a huge need in terms of having a defensive midfielder. I do still kind of feel it's kind of a band-aid situation where, with the age, who knows how long he's going to last? But at least for the immediate future and it's great um so he's kind of up there as a number one i guess for me personally uh gregush i'm i'm hoping you know that he's the right fit for the eight or wherever else he's gonna play uh, from what i've seen I, I i like what i've seen i mean he's got that nice attack he looks like he's a really good passer um the metaner i don't know a whole lot about 
Except that yeah, he's at twenty. Madagascar. Yeah, I do know that. So uh, I'm uh, expecting yeah. some penguins. Yep. Kids will bring the penguins. Are there? I don't but, uh, think there's. There's uh, a whole man. There's a whole separate universe that's that kind of spiraled off the movies of just the penguins. Yeah, we gotta look forward to. Well, it. I don't think yes, I'm, I'm surprised you're not on, there hold yet. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. As 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 someone whose whose son is obsessed with uh, all nature videos and not the cartoony BS crap, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's actually natural penguins in Madagascar. Just, I just want to be clear, because Emil would be upset about this. <laughs> do you let your son listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah he Wait, does. He listens to this. He'll but yeah. yeah so the rest of them, I mean, the other guys are probably all basically headed to Madison, I would imagine. Medanir, right? we, we should say, he's a, he's a right back. He's 20, 28. Um, he uh, was a big part of uh, Mets getting uh, up from League 2 to League 1. Has not played that much for uh, for them since since they've gotten into League One, he's out of contract in the summer, so he's probably a, a cheap acquisition. But um, I'm not extremely. I don't know. I don't have really high hopes. I think I have higher hopes for Gregush than him. But um, I guess maybe I'll, I'll put this to, to you, Rodrigo. Um, do we? Do you feel? How many players do you feel like we're away from? I mean, obviously, we need five to six just of bodies. How many players are we away from needing uh, to, to be able to have a decent team day one? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Great. All right. <laughs> David Martin will say All right. Then. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I don't I think we need at least another, was it six? Six to six to eight. I mean, my my concern is six to eight I, I, starters, though. Yeah, I, I I mean we don't know where Molino and Finley is except for Finley's out having a second honeymoon and enjoying his life and walking without a boot. So that's nice to see. But um, how is that going to fit into you know the aspect? We're also we're also I'm going to save that next one for <laughs> for Zeller over there. But I mean, Ozzy is is great and it's actually his name is Osvaldo, right? Osvaldo. And um, which my which uh, the gold talisman freaked out because then Osvaldo in English gold is, talisman is your daughter is Oswald. You need yes, to explain these yeah. Things. yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is 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 Oswald and Oswald used to used to be a Nick Jr. cartoon of an octopus. So I'm looking forward to see if if anyone makes a flag with a with the, the picture of Oswald when on there, or if not, we will. No. Um, yeah, either one of those. <laughs> but but my question is who who's the backup for Ozzy? Uh, Gregush looks like. Like he can he he can be decent, but at the same time, where where does he go? Where does Schuler go? Uh, we still uh, I'm I'm really interested in what's going to happen in the goalie situation. I'm really excited for Sinclair, but at the same time, I was under the understanding that perhaps he would get a starting role in in Madison. But now Madison has picked up a goalie, so they got one that defender. Puts a, yeah, well, goalie. <laughs> well, Everything else is forwards. I mean, every team's going to pick up. Make sure they have three goals. Right, exactly. Right. So, so then, my, my guess is I hope that that's where he goes. Uh, um, Chase, uh, Paw Patrol, Chase, uh, but uh, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. So you got to get used to these days. I apparently, you're, yeah, you're gonna have to. It's just gonna come down the line, right? So Special next, can, next there'll be Wildcrats, and then so you know it's Zeller, all over. Right? Zeller, yeah. you want to you want to talk about the 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 um, yeah. So I mean, just team. just generally on these guys. I mean, I think where they fit, like these all like the three signings, obviously. I, I would assume that Manny and Amos think these guys are starters. And so whether they're good starters or not, um, I kind of my put it in my notes here, the fuck's going on with Eric Miller? Um, why isn't Eric Miller signed yet? Um, 
So that's kind of uh, that's a that's a thing that's happening. Um, but you we've know. got Sue Miller here to play piano again. <laughs> Anytime we do a live show, his, Eric Miller's mom Seriously, is here. To yeah, play that's piano. awesome. Um, um, but yeah, but I, I guess the big thing uh, there is like, they, they, are, they clearly, based on what they did, they've addressed like the needs of the team. Now, whether those are the right players and the right fit, um, I think Alonzo will fit in well. I Eric, echo Eric's sentiment, like who's the, what's the long-term solution there? Um, Ozzy Alonzo is probably at best a two-year stopgap, you know, maybe three if you can play to 35 or 36, but more than likely not. Um, we've, you know, be great if we had seen Metonier in League One, um, but Liga Un, but I don't think we have really. Um, he obviously got him up from Liga Two, so that's great. And then Gregush has Europa experience. We know that. Like, so the guy clearly um, has some skill. Uh, again, whether he can be a distributor. Um, and then, you know, we have a ton of talent up top, um, so we're not really worried there. But we really have. It's we're very. The squad, in my estimation, is really like threadbare right now. If anybody goes down. Like, we're, we're screwed. Fucked. Yeah. So, you know, and training camp starts on Monday. So don't be worried. Don't panic. Don't panic. I would say, so. if you look at past seasons, all and even if you look at, because have Portland signed any players during the offseason? I feel like they've done nothing. Like, most We teams, host a Minnesota United most podcast, teams, Wes. Not a, yeah, not most a teams are not podcast. ready, for, don't have their full squad for the first day of training. But, I mean, still panic. Everyone panic to your own. Yeah, we have one. We have ability. you know two goalkeepers on the roster. Yeah. One who probably won't you know will I mean, be loaned and, out. And yeah. and we have a defensive line that didn't let in how many goals now? Yeah, yeah the most. Yeah, <laughs> two year MLS history. Yeah, so then like I mean like do we, I mean we need more defensive players. Uh, we need to bulk up, bulk up that defense and um, hopefully find something that's that that will work. Uh, I mean honestly, we have Calvo, Boxall, Coleman. And then uh, rotating wheel or rotating wheel of whoever they're going to be able to put it in, in, in the in the other side. So I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling confident well. with that, but Olmsberg, yeah. but but Olmsberg, but uh, who knows? Maybe he'll be sent down to Madison. I have no idea. I yeah. mean, the, the, the way that the way that this management likes to be with rookies, who knows what they'll be doing, Dave, right? David and Martin, so, let me let me ask you then the, the same question, which is how many? If if we're going to bring in six six players. How many of them need need to be immediate starters? Um, yeah, so I, I would say th three minimum. Uh, we need two starting center backs. Neither of the uh, ostensibly obvious options are starting caliber in MLS, in my opinion. Um, I'm willing to give Calvo uh, a leash at left back. I think it's more suited to his talents there and the opportunity to get forward. So I think it would be interesting to see what he does with a longer stretch there. Um, it'd be lovely to see what, so, so he's, uh, we're assuming in my little number that he's in, we're assuming that Romario Ibarra can stay healthy and can do in extended minutes what he did in limited minutes, um, and that he's a fit. It's not just about him scoring is, you know, is he doing enough job to set up? So he's, he's an opening day starter for me. Miguel, I think is a lock, but we also are really, really, uh, thin on dudes who can chew up ground all game long the way that Miguel is. And, um, if you have to sub out Miguel for some reason, there's not a like for like replacement. Your plan has to change fundamentally for the rest of the game. If he has to come out for I something. I should say, so, this is Heath. So Heath does not need some reason for subbing out Oh Miguel. yeah. No, we're, I mean, I think, I thought that your question presupposed that we live in, in a sort of shared reality yeah. and not whatever he's doing. So, so, uh, but the positions that uh, we obviously need are those two center backs. 
uh, and we have to see how our fullbacks end up performing. Um, the other thing that's of question to me is is what's going to happen in the center midfield. Obviously, we've got Greg Goose, we've got Alonzo. We're all talking about them as obvious starters. They didn't sign them not to be starters, but stylistically, one of them is going to be probably a better fit for a shuttler and a distributor, and one's kind of a headbanger number six. You can't play this double pivot, double number eight dudes who just chew up ground and then get the ball out of the midfield as fast as possible that Heath has been addicted to throughout his MLS tenure here. So um, if he plays him, he's going to have to play that center midfield in a different style. And if he's dedicated to the double pivot, then maybe these guys aren't the right alchemy for that. I'm sorry, did you did you shunt CONCACAF men's best 11 center back, Francisco Calvo, to it, the left back? Shunt, CONCACAF men's shunt. best 11. I, I gave the man a starting spot. No shunting about it. <laughs> well, it, it did come out It, this it is week. CONCACAF after all, right? <laughs> it did come out this week that he... Um, that the team, uh, his agent said the team rejected a $2 million offer from Europe for him and that the team has put a $4 million uh, minimum of what they need, which is funny. If you announce what your minimum is, no, like no one, knows, no one's going to pay five million dollars for a guy. No, no, you better raise. I got two pocket aces, man. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean do 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 we want to like segue into the comables uh, aspect of this of this whole like rumor aspect? Oh, you want to talk about the goalkeeper? Are well, we, I mean, I, I think Eric should probably probably give. Okay. He 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 so, has the most experience with this yeah, yeah. with Let's this topic. Finish, finish this. I, I was trying to I was trying to decipher so, what Argentinian slang was, and that was literally. Really, really frustrating. So yeah, I'd so, so yeah, I'll, it was. I'll introduce it and then throw it to you. So the this week, the 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 I think it was more than just a rumor uh, because there was enough kind of uh, acknowledgement that something that the team Minnesota United was interested in signing Augustin Rossi, twenty three year old Argentinian goalkeeper. Uh, you pick up the story from there, Eric. Yeah, man, what a whirlwind! It's just been a, a roller coaster. We were talking about this before we got in here and. All of this has transpired over five days, and it feels like a fucking month. <laughs> it's just been weighing so, so heavy. Um, maybe on some of you, but especially on me, just because when it first broke on Sunday, it was just Sunday. Explain what broke. Uh, there was in, there was a target basically. Minnesota United is going. It was just going after our interested in Augustin Rossi, former Boca Juniors goalkeeper who we all just recently saw in the Libertadores final and the entire campaign. I mean, we're talking like one of the top goalkeepers in Argentina, which makes him one of the top goalkeepers in Conmebol, which makes him, you know, you can keep going from there, somewhere in a decent number in the world. A, a class, a top class goalkeeper, somebody we could really, really use with a lot of talent, 23 years old. If you watch the highlights, if you watch those finals, the, the first leg, especially against the River, he kept them in the game. He, he literally saved them so many times. And against Palmeiras, I watched that match too. Palmeiras had a, a ridiculous attack. He kept them in, he made them, he helped them win. He gave them the win. Yeah. That game hurt. <laughs> Sign him. So, so the initial reactions, I mean, I went through all these stages, right? When I, when I first saw the rumor break uh, on Sunday, I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, nah, there's no way this, uh, uh, Top of the line goalkeeper and and the predicted uh, fee was up there too, at twelve million. Yeah, it was going to be a loan fee with a if we want to purchase at the end of that a twelve million. Twelve million. That was like, the, the rumor. Right? Yep. It's oh. like there's no way, there's no way. And then a few hours passed, and a couple other tweets, a couple other in quotes sources <laughs> kind of came out, and I'm like, well, maybe there's some legs here, maybe there's some movement. And I started checking with some other people, made some messages, and it was really quiet and and, and 
you never know what to think, you know, when it starts to get quiet. Nobody's denying, but nobody's confirming, so maybe this is a real thing. And then I started to get very excited. This is amazing. This has a powerful narrative arc. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate Wait it. Wait for it, my friend. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, been a long, it's been a long week, man. I can't believe it's only been a week. Um, and so, you know, but being a supporter of this team for a while, after, after maybe a day, I kind of pulled myself back a little bit. I'm like, you know, I'm going to... Step, I'm going to pull myself away and wait for an official team confirmation for this one just because it's, it's a big deal. I don't want to get too excited. Um, some of you that listen to this know that I've been going for uh, – my, my team in Brazil is a second division, now first division team for the first time in a decade. So I kind of learned from a young age how difficult things – you know, it, it's, it's never an easy path. It's, it's difficult to get what you want, as it were, as a, as a lower division team. So I'm like, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to get too excited. Fast forward a few days. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... I'm getting there. You asked for the... This is you, man. You I asked for I wanted a summary of the story. I said a, a simple summary. But I keep, he's, no, no, he's, no, he's enjoying it. Keep going. It's been long, man. So anyway, a couple of days ago, the rumors... The rumor, not even a rumor. The allegations break that he has committed uh, domestic violence against a former partner. And he's alleged to have committed... Sure, we can go with alleged, but once you start digging, there's a lot of evidence. <laughs> um, and, and one of the things is that one of the Team Turrican, their fans had kind of come up with this Rossi No campaign yep. and, and kind of put a lot of this information immediately out there. Colin O'Donnell is the, the Minnesota United fan. Yeah, that's right. Stuff exactly. And kind of put it out there. And that was, was Tuesday, yeah, maybe? it was literally, yeah, two days I, ago. Um, so and that was... Riot. that was. Um, his ex-girlfriend alleging that um, uh, with with photos and with screenshots of his uh, text uh, um, admitting to hitting her in, in domestic violence, and that caused very quickly uh, um, Minnesota United fans and then the the Wonderwall, the all, all of the supporters groups kind of coming together and kind of coming up with this um, statement uh, um, saying Minnesota United. We know that you're interested in this team, in this player. You should reconsider uh, signing this player. Um, and the team has not responded. And I know that the uh, the the um, all, all the the regular journalists have inquired and are waiting for statements from the team. Uh, I was just going to mention one of the things that stand, that stood out for me as I was digging and digging and getting more information about about what happened. Um, there kept being this repetition of the uh, the team was the team was pressuring me. The Argentine Football Association was pressuring me. And I mean... This is from the ex-girlfriend. Yes, yeah. yes. And for those of us that are familiar with <laughs> Conmebol, it's somewhat of a... I don't want to say it happens all the time, but when I saw that, I'm like, I recognize that. Mm -hmm. That seems legitimate. So... So... The first red flag should have been when, like... The uh, supporters group, the women's supporters group of the other team that was interested in Rosie, put out a statement saying that we do not want to be, in, we don't want our club to be associated with such signings. So that would have been the other thing. The other thing is, is just uh, uh, if you are able to read the, because it wasn't text messages, it's more like it's, a, it's called WhatsApp. It's like the, the, the form of messaging in, in South America that is, that, is the, that is the hip thing to do because my parents have it and my parents are above. In their so, hip. In their hip, <laughs> right? And they also have hip problems, yeah. too. But at the same time, you know, they, that's what they use to communicate. And so as I was reading the text messages, it was, it was, 
it was it, it, I was like, okay, so we missed a hitter, and then they were yelling at each other, and then just it just escalated from there. And then there's this, there's pressure. You see that there's pressure from someone or someone about 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 uh, you know about the situation that's going on. Uh, there's there's uh, accusations of infidelity. Uh, you know, Rosie apparently you know brought women over to the, their apartment. I think that's where the whole argument started from. And, and uh, I was gonna say what what sucks and kind of made me put me on this emotional roller coaster of all these ups and downs is you know I should have dug a little bit more initially I feel like because once you start going through this trove of information it goes back four years yeah. and that's that's one thing to say as a supporter but then you have to think about Minnesota United as the team that's doing the scouting and doing the vetting and not seeing that right that's a different level and that really frustrated me and made me upset Zella, do you want to uh, just that I mean with his team didn't actually fully scout somebody. That's that. Like, I mean, it's it's a really shitty situation and um, low expectations. Right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I read some of the the. And if you trigger warning, like they're fucked up. Like, don't if you have any issues with that. Um, and you people can make mistakes and, but the guy admitted to it and had, had like literally no remorse. And um, you know that is that is. Double, like you know, double, like doubling down on it, basically, and so, and the fact that yeah, you're right, like the fact that this team that it got this far, it got out. I mean, it, it's getting out by somebody, whether it's his agent or the team, um, and it's probably more likely his agent getting like getting it out there. <clears throat> and you know, there are rumors before where FC Cincinnati was into this guy, and so then all of a sudden went from FC, FC Cincinnati to Minnesota. I mean, I'm curious, did FC Cincinnati find out about this and say, whoa, no, maybe you know, I, we don't know that. I don't know if we'll ever know that. And uh, I mean, it sounds like there's been some reports that. It's not going through because he can't get his papers, you know, his visa for uh, this. So it's yeah, it came out today. So very conveniently, uh, Minnesota is let off the hook having to explain why you know they potentially they were recruiting this guy and sounds like they were very close to signing him, if not like sort of had sort of verbal well, we can agreements. Well, we speculate about how close, that, and probably the team will never say. Oh, how yeah, of course they'll never say. But but I mean, uh, and and maybe it was already on their radar. Uh, you know, you can you uh, as you mentioned, Eric. There's you, there's you wouldn't blame a team for going after a really good player, and then hopefully at some point this kind of comes up, and you have to you have to face that question of, you know, are we going to care about this issue? Um, yeah, it, it's it's been a weird a weird week for Minnesota United uh, fans in that way, and I think um, the the supporters groups kind of coming out and kind of doing that is very unusual because it's still one step above rumor status, but I think it was very important for supporters to kind of get it in there rather than reacting to them signing this player, reacting to, you know, and stopping it before it happens. And the other great thing is that we found out who the terrible people on the fan base are because oh all of the chuds on <laughs> oh Reddit and in, like, you know, Facebook groups and things like that that are coming yeah. after the supporters groups for yeah. standing up against, you know, violence against women. Um, thanks for identifying yourself. Please get the fuck out of our section. Yeah. So, so the the um, let's put that on a banner. <laughs> Can we make a flag of that? Someone, someone, please make a flag. Thanks for identifying yourself. Get the fuck out yeah. of our section. I honestly think we can take it as a W as as supporters and the supporters yeah. groups. But Wonderwall did what everybody in here was probably a part of, directly or indirectly. I mean, the fact that we had that kind of response, I think, is super important. Yeah. And I look at it as a win. So congratulations to you, us, everybody. We have, we have a Tifo guy here. Can we can we make a Tifo of that? Yeah, Thanks for identifying yourself. Uh, get the, the fuck out of our No, section. the TIFOs. <laughs> I, I did want to do a TIFO that was literally just a picture of our section. So, like, we unfurl it, but it's literally just <laughs> what would be behind us. And uh, 
But maybe we can find a way to do that, but like those people are like crossed out. <laughs> my, my least favorite part of the story was the part where that guy beat that lady. Yeah. That, that should yeah. be one that was, of your least favorite parts. That was one of yes. my least favorite parts Can we parts go back the to the story? TIFO idea of, yeah. of having it be verisimilitude of, of us behind it? That is a great idea. Yeah. I, I really want you to do that. Yeah, I'm, fa- I'm facing a lot of headwinds on TIFO ideas lately, but uh, oh. I, th- I think it'd be a fun one. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to, if, if there's any questions, feel free to throw me papers or, or hand them up to me. Paper airplanes, everybody. But uh, I want to go back to the... Um, to, to the, the team and how, how it's being assembled. Obviously, now we still need a new starting goalkeeper. Um, uh, we, we need, you know, D- David, you... Bobby Shuttleworth is not your starting goalkeeper? I don't think the team believes he's yeah, the starting... Good. He will be after five games. And um, <laughs> whoever we bring in will either you know, break their leg the first game or, or uh, you know... Get the yeah. yips. Yeah, get the, <laughs> get the yips. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you know, we at least need uh, goalkeeper, center back. You know, we need to, uh, to uh, like get Eric Miller back or or something else. Um, or, or, or do you when you when you look at this team? Uh, I guess uh, whoever wants to jump on first. When you look at the team now, are you feeling more positive than than you were coming out of uh, 2018? Yeah, totally. Because uh, I mean, I mean, even if if the the Rossi thing falls through for all the right reasons, um, there's ambition behind that signing and that they're willing to go after him. And the Ozzy Alonso thing, you can talk about pros and cons with age and stuff like that, but it's a much more ambitious signing than we're used to making. Signing on Grey Goosh is much more ambitious. I mean, the team has come out swinging, trying. And uh, I guess three-year plan meant that you start trying in year three. I didn't <laughs> consider it that way. But yeah. um, that gives me the hope that they're going to continue that tact and fill in those pieces with relevant guys. And uh, it has yet to be seen. And, and obviously, some of these guys may not work out. That's some of the risk. But it seems like the guys are going after, um, you're giving yourself better odds. Yeah, I was just <clears throat> listening to the Extra Time Radio uh, Monday show, and I can't remember who said it, but basically said, if you sign Ozzy Alonso, I consider you potentially a playoff team. I was like, that's all it takes? It can't be all it takes. I don't it's know Bobby, it was, Bobby yeah, I think it was Bobby Warshaw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, that's what he right. was, I haven't listened to it yet. But yeah, that's what he, he would basically say, said, so. if, you know, we're talking about Ozzy Alonso and, and Benny Failheiber, and they're like, yeah, any team who signs Ozzy Alonso, that's, that's a borderline playoff team for me. So um, I guess good. Can't, can't wait till the stadium brings in the Cuban coffee for 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 the game. When he's already, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, for the Cafe Bustelo to be able to be on that because because that that's going to be a fun thing to do. Yes, we haven't figured out our um, Ozzy Alonso drink special here when he scores, but I'm working on it. Um, so okay, okay. Then what I want to do is then look forward to for now. We've got the preseason coming up, and we know the we we know the dates and preseason games are. Completely useless, and yet we'll still try to take as much um, lessons from them as as possible. Um, we are going back to Orlando. Uh, you know, first it's in Tucson, then it's in Orlando, and I we, we've done Orlando preseason now three years in a row. Um, obviously, Heath coached in Orlando, and it's like kind of weird, like watching like your like kind of like your ex boyfriend. Or girlfriend showing up to all your dinner parties, like it's fine. And then it's like, okay, so you need to. Is that weird? <laughs> it's getting a little weird. It's getting a little weird. 
It's getting like you know. Oh, then yeah. He got his, he got shit canned from there. Like that, it is really weird. Or it's like you know my it's my. Like you get dumped and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep showing up at places I know you're gonna be at. My eighth grade girlfriend uh, was in cross country, and I signed up for cross country, and I was doing cross country, and then she dumped me, and like the first so. Before cross country actually started, we broke up. It was really heartbreaking. Eighth grade. This is more than I need um, to know. And then, and then cross country started like a week later, and I was at cross country, and it was like, okay, I'm. I want to. I want to run a so bunch. Do this, but then it was really. I think um, it was just weird. That's that's the way I feel about Orlando. It was just weird. Like it's going cool to cross too country. to go by your ex though, and you show off how good you're doing. Like, oh, I didn't know you'd be here, Orlando. Oh, yeah, I did lose weight. Thank you for asking. You didn't ask. Like, I yeah, mean, but I don't know. Like I don't know if you actually know this about me. I'm not athletic in any form. Well, and Heath is a shitty coach. So. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, so, it's but, kind of but like you him can bringing run straight. A, yeah. Like him bringing right. a girlfriend by straight. his old girl. Oh, I got this new girlfriend. She's yeah. a total bag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this new girlfriend I got. She's a real to, piece of work. To, to be fair, Heath's had Orlando's number in the games he's we've played against him. I don't think we've That's lost true. to Orlando, yeah. so he knows all I mean, the tricks. He knows, he knows. He's like, ah, I got to buy some time. That is true. I'm going to lose the first five games. I got to get to that stadium opener. He can chicken. beat the worst team in the league. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, after sometimes after what they did lose to San Jose twice. Yeah. I, would, I would I would not want to lose to Orlando after what's happening now. It'd be like, yeah. um, what were we talking about? Yeah, we're, well, we're talking about going to the preseason, and my, my question then here is, uh, what, what levels of optimism do you have uh, um, for, like, are you, uh, are you still waiting on these last signings? Are you ready to be optimistic, Rodrigo? I mean, optimistic, uh, I, th- I think, as, as mentioned before, is it's just been that, you know, that the team is actually trying <laughs> For 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 ones trying to scout for ones and 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 trying. I mean, they were trying before. I, I don't I don't know if they were really trying. I mean, I I, I question that. I think now at least they're they're, they're having uh to to go not having to go off you know uh, inter, uh social media postings and, and see if someone's actually good. But um I I I think it's it's the the team's building to something. I just haven't figured out what that something is. My question is really not only the defense but but the attacking midfield like we have two players coming back from injury how are they doing how that's going to play into time how is that going to how, how is that going to play into Ibo- Miguel Ibarra's playing time um because we know how um Heath likes to just throw a wrench into everything that we that we think is logical and, and so uh I think that's just something that you know that I'm interested in. and and in our, in our forwards I mean our, if you look at our forwards you know besides Quintero, uh, uh, I I don't know what Angelo uh, is going to be doing um, uh, in a Talk sense. Talk about a wall. <laughs> that was a topical <laughs> wall wall joke. Thanks, guys. Uh, Everybody left, right? Everybody but left, I'm right? Sh- yeah. But it's just the uh, you know, and then you have Toy, and then we don't know if Toy will actually get more playing down here, or or he will or be. If Denlati will come into the season fit, right? If Denlati will come into the season fit and maybe give us you know five good games. Who, who knows? I mean, I think I think my my main concern is mostly that that midfield aspect of it of 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 what are we going to do that we if we already have a central defender we have a six and we have an eight, okay, what do we do with our seven and with our eleven right and then our wingers uh, what do we do with them? What do we try to who who are those and 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 who who gets to play those roles? So I'm I'm optimistic in the sense that we're actually trying to get players, right? But at the same time, I'm still trying to figure out. Who is the backup to who's supposed to be? 
who where's the death in this team right now in the aspect of not only defense but 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 when midfield in that matter. But well, I'm actually kind of excited to see if if Demarcus Beasley will outrun Miguel Ibarra on that Houston Dynamo kid. Oh yeah. Well, so I mean, I, I guess you kind of at least answered the the question of depth of the problem of you know we've got all these wingers to fill these spots. That's a good problem to have. Uh, we, if you've got uh, Molino and, and Finley fit, and you've got the double Ibarra, you've got four top quality wingers and how you use them all is, is the question. Um, but at least that's a good problem. That's probably the only area on the pitch that, that yeah, we, that's probably the only area feel, feel like it has. You know, you've got yeah. four central midfielders as well with, with um, Schuler and Colin Martin uh, there behind um, Gregush and, and Alonso. So, but you probably still need uh, one other person in there. Um, and uh, yeah, no, and knowing this team, like you have four, you know, fairly good uh, wingers, um, they'll probably trade Miguel Ibarra because you know they want to rip our hearts out again. <laughs> probably the better of the. But, you so know, the, you, the the optimism is very. It's we. If you've ever listened to the Dave's podcast, uh, we are <laughs> never it's optimistic not. about head, things. Head shaking. Head um, shaking. Yeah, very 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 rarely optimistic. Um, you know what Rodrigo said is true. They you know it is. It looks like they are making the acquisitions that they have made so far this year have made sense and are things that. When we're thinking and we're talking on our podcast or just with friends at you know at the games or at watch parties or whatever, it's like God damn it! I wish we had you know Ozzy Alonso on our team. Maybe three years ago, Ozzy Alonso, but God, I wish I had Ozzy Alonso on our team. So that's like it makes sense. So they're they're actually starting to maybe sort of pay attention to what the needs of this team are. Um, you know, we do ha- like we have four fairly good wingers, so that we do have assets there. And I think it wouldn't surprise me if there was a trade made you know sometime early in the season um, for sort of a, a domestic. Uh, player to help us maybe in that sort of central back position using one probably of those with Colorado probably with Colorado yeah um, I don't know if they have any I don't know if they have any center backs that we want though um, but to shore up that center back position um, so I'm you know uh, I'm probably like you know quarter you know quarter erect on this optimistic of this team so so far <laughs> see. I think the wrong question is to consider optimism from like a have we turned the corner point. Um, it's still going to be a process. Even if we have good players, there's still going to be a period of adjustment, tactical uh, uh, synergy on the pitch, stuff like that that's still going to need to happen. So I don't think like uh, the answer has been answered yet. Anyways, but I like the ambition from the team. Uh, the most important thing for me in the preseason is going to be to see how individual players start to gel together, who's playing better in what positions. I hope, and, and Heath has been reticent to do this in like the preseason, but... Um, I hope there's some experimentation. I hope he's trying to see who who can maybe play a wing back position that doesn't traditionally, you know, do they have the chops? Oh, no, they don't. Well, what better time to try it out than preseason? Or what if we are trying our double, you know, pivot move with the two central midfielders? What if we try playing them staggered? You know, there's a lot of different things you can play with. I hope they use the opportunity to do that. And I'm more interested in the preseason and watching individual performances and saying, you know what, the team sucked, but Grey Goosh seems like he's the real deal. I think we learned something that can be valuable for the season. Who gives a shit about the outcome? Yeah, I, I guess I look at it in terms of optimism where I feel like if there is a center back that they can sign, um, they have not really spent any of that gam-tam money that we keep hearing about that they have uh, uh, on on deck, you know, I mean, they they're bringing in, they might pay down Angelo or something like that, and you use some of these things, but they have assets to trade with. We know that um, uh, Sporting Kansas City wants uh, Kendall Waston uh, levels of money for what what um, he was he, he was bought from uh, um, Vancouver for, and you know, 
there, there are players like Aikopara. There's not a lot of them out there, but uh, who are proven center backs, and uh, Aikopara is available. And so I look at that, and I would think if that can happen, then I have levels of optimism that um, replenish basically during the off season. I I spend the entire season just like vomiting them out, and but but like then I you know replenish, drink some Gatorade and stuff like that, um, meditate, uh, don't watch the games uh and then like and then by the time i get to the to opening day i I'm, I'm at the point where i'm like we are gonna win the league we're the best team ever and then immediately it goes it goes back yeah, it's there. amazing what not watching the team will do for your optimism. <laughs> it really yeah it's like it really is good like i've had i've had at least uh what probably 10 weekends in a row without abject failure <laughs> happening uh, well, it's say, happening for other reasons. Would it, but. Wouldn't it be insult to injury if we like use that TAM money we got for the Ramirez trade to buy down Rodriguez so we can sign another DP? Like, is that just another like, kick in the balls? Like, uh, not necessarily. It might be a shrewd move depending. Look, on who if you're they, I mean, if they can prove it and put together a team uh, with uh, with the resources, that it's they like going have. after like you know someone like Icaparum. I maybe I see that, but like I don't know. I just don't trust. I don't. I just don't trust this front office to do the right thing. And uh, you, these, yeah. again, we talk about optimism. Like they are making appear to be the right moves, but like these guys have just been signed too contracts. Many times. Let's let's yeah. see a fucking half a season before we uh, start giving this team any kudos for doing doing the right yeah. stuff. I'm gonna go to questions. If anyone has any I've got one that, that was submitted online um, from Colin O'Donnell who, who Someone wanna go get <laughs> Rodrigo Chilicano? Can we you, pause you the podcast so, pause, so he can go make a, so can no, go. Don't, no, don't pause it. Make this one is, make one of these rooms <laughs> go get it. <laughs> So uh, Colin wants to know, uh, he wants to, this is a uh, bar-themed question, what glass shape would make for the most effective soccer formation? Martini with a base stem formed at three center backs and a a DM. A high ball that acts as a super narrow 4-2-2, that's what you're, you're the Chilcano. Um, And then uh, Jake Shawcraft uh, suggests the the champagne flute of the 2-1-1-1-2-3. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, we we only have wingers, so let's only play. Uh, so so yeah, I was gonna I was so I was gonna say uh, like a margarita glass, so like three one uh, yeah. five two right, yeah. you know, like just fucking. How many defenders? One center back, one center back, one, one uh, defensive yeah. midfielder. And well, then I want to say like three three in the back, one, like a like a central defensive mid, and then just fucking everybody up front. And salt around the yeah, rim. Salt around the rim. Salt around the rim. I mean. <laughs> Based on what we have, that would be the ideal formation. All right. So we nailed it. There we go. Uh, and we're all going to be getting drunk at the games anyway to forget the pain. Uh, yeah. Do I have any questions from the audience? You can you can throw them. How about, how about just the shot glass where it's like 10 people all kind of in a box right in front of our own goal? You down with that? That works. <laughs> eh? So Jose Mourinho? Yeah. Will yeah. it work? Greece a la 2004? We can do it. Yeah. One goal every year? Anyway, we, we hopefully won't you got to talk into the mic. That's how the recording works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know how to record things? Oh, oh, oh shit. Yeah. So, clap, clap, clap. So, uh, if, if, you're a, if you're a regular 55 1 listener and not a regular Dave's I Know listener, I definitely uh, shit canned the podcast <laughs> last week because of my uh, poor recording habits. So, um, so LOL. At least you were consistent. <laughs> Consistency is the key. Well, right? I, sp- yeah. I spend the entire whenever I do this, I spend the entire time thinking about the laptop right now and going like, 
It's still running, right? Right. <laughs> we'll find out, everyone. Otherwise, yeah. you guys got a special thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so last thoughts uh, of leading up to um, the the preseason and, and season here. Any, anyone else have, have uh, fears, worries, or uh, or hopes that they'll see in the next couple of weeks? Man, so my my cat's been sick lately, and uh, like he he had a hurt leg, but then he also was like constipated. And we ended up taking him into the, the vet, you know, like the animal doctor. And uh, he got two enemas, and he still hasn't shit yet, like, in the last two days. So my biggest fear for the next couple of weeks is that, like, he's going to die. That's, that's the kind of content you get the Dave's I know. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely listen to our podcast. Got two, two cat the Dave's I know. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe to the Yeah, at TDIKMN on, on the Twitter. I enjoyed that fear. narrative. <laughs> So, that was very well built up, I uh, must admit. Yeah, dead cats, and then ours is just long narratives leading to, to the point. Uh, this is a question uh, from an audience member from uh, Mati Giorgio, apparently, is in the audience. Uh, that's a reference that three of you will know who that is. Uh, is Uwundi the worst Minnesota United player ever? Uh, and the reason it's from Mati Giorgio, Mati Giorgio was signed uh, to be a Minnesota United player Previous title holder um, in 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 the, the NASL and tr- so that would that was 2015 I think right um, and never played because he took an international spot and so he actually was tr- they tried to loan him out to the NPSL team remember when we had an NPSL team and um, ended up and he ended up suing the team because they tried to like screw his contract and he. I, who's the lawyers here who I, who would remember basically? Uh, Look, I why it was thrown out, <laughs> but basically it was not a good lawsuit. But he still got screwed. Anyway, is Awundi worse than Matsu Jurio? Well, no, because none of that baggage came with it. Yeah, <laughs> through the team. Awundi just signed for. Uh, he just he just got picked up. I forget who it was for though. Forge wherever they play. So that's fine. But he he didn't play a competitive minute, so he never had the opportunity to harm us. I yeah. mean, not like France can got. Worst thing that happens was, <laughs> I mean, so we have, we have backup goalkeepers who never played. To, is Alex Cap the worst player that we ever signed just because he never played? Because he has exactly the same impact on the games as a woundy head. Nobody making that argument. I would say in the MLS era, the worst player to ever play is uh, France Pangop. Come at me, bro. Oh. He's not, not great. <laughs> not great, but not the best. Not, not the not the worst. His defensive well, lack of defense awareness. Alexi Gomez, yeah, I think. Yeah, that, there, see, there's there. a guy like he got enough time to do jokes, something guys. and he still did nothing. He got like, 22, 23 for worst games player. or something. Uh, no goals or yeah. assists. Demidov, yeah, Gomez. I might which, say which Francisco Calvo. People can stop at me. Demidov was not Gomez, the worst Minnesota United player, happened. by no. the way. No, uh, not by a long shot. But um, and Gomez signed somewhere else too. Yeah, so he's playing Argentina now. Oh, look, oh, look at that. Oh. Ask and shall receive. Go. Someone else is going to the bar. I'll use another Surly. Well, we're almost done anyway. Yeah. You can go walk and get it yourself. Uh, well, all right. Let's, uh, let's uh, you, ca- call it a wraps. Uh, do you have an- oh. All right. Well, there you go. You we have papers. Up you write There's paper to write it down. Right. Come here and If you show up on time. Step up. Step up. Step <laughs> up. Just give it the mic. So I, I, I'm, I'm just hoping we could have an all-panel, just a duck hunt on Austin FC. Just uh, just an all-panel diss track. Everyone's greatest take on Austin a diss track? I actually am not anti-Austin FC anymore. I'm anti-Anthony Precor because um, they're no longer a stolen team. When they were a stolen team, when they were going to be moved, then whatever. But Anthony Precourt is the, the worst owner. He's... he's uh, 
he's terrible. But um, but Austin, I'm I love Austin. I'm gonna actually go to their games. What yeah. was the bullshit that I came out with the? Was it the the mayor that said thank you so much? He was talking to Precourt, right? Thank you for bringing the team. But anything else? I can't, I can't just, remember the exact. Not just bringing the, the team, but the, the way, way you did it. Yeah. The way, can we, the way it can came we just out. can we just that do a Precourt diss track? Yeah, would that be all right with you, Luke? That was if we just did a if we just did an Anthony Precourt diss track. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Anthony Precourt looks like. <laughs> I don't need to be Anthony uh, <laughs> All right. You got to lose yourself yeah. in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anthony Precourt looks like he went on Minnesota United's Reddit and said that we should sign Rossi and not Rusted Judgment. <laughs> that's pretty good. Bro, bro, I, don't, bro, I don't know bro. if he could top that. That's, that's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> What is Anthony Precourt's Reddit uh, account? I don't know, but he actually, I do remember, he looks like a fat uh, Matt, uh, Matt uh, well, not Matt LeBlanc, but Matthew Perry. Like a less coked out Matthew Perry. Perry. Oh, yeah. I can see that, yeah. Looks so, like a chud, basically. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Thank you for, is there another, oh. Any other questions? We've got to wait for you. You can just come up and ask it, Rob. Yeah, well, we're because we're gonna. He's trying. He's just, trying to sign his check so he can get the hell out of right here. This during, point, guys, I like just, just trying to close out. No, just a comment that uh, even uh, Austin FC's crest grows roots and leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a diss track. That's a that's a thi- <laughs> that's, that's a, a thinking man's one. Yeah. That was a bro, 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 bro. <laughs> All right, we, all right. That, that is. Down, uh, I think sure on that right we'll drop microphones. Uh, so thank you, thank you, Dave's I know for joining us. Yeah, you can, uh, you can always find us at uh, TDIKMN on Twitter. You're at regular David. I'm at uh, Texas Zeller. Uh, shout out to my kid Ragnar Vincent Zellberg who was born. Yeah. Ragnar, how much did Ragnar weigh when he was born? Six pounds nine ounces. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I swear, to, I swear to God, you took Anna in, you got a last-minute ultrasound and said, God damn it, it's time, and you induced right there on the spot. I know it happened. If it's not born today, we got to wait until he's you know, fucking 420 he is, ounces. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he, is my, he is my kid, and I'm always on brand, so, you know, yeah. like father, like son. Uh, Eric Rodrigo, thank you, uh, and thanks, uh, everyone, for coming out for, to Blackheart, and uh, it's good, good just talking shit about drink some more beer in the middle yep all right we'll uh we'll hang out for a while afterwards but thanks everyone listening uh thank you you cheers